All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to Numero Diez, a.k.a. number 10 episode of the Off Topics Podcast. Today, or tonight, I guess, in our sense, we're just going to roll through a little bit about sports, um, mostly basketball, because these two guys know a heck of a lot more than me about basketball and its entirety. So... So, Mike, since you are probably a more basketball fan than I am in the yeah. sense of longevity from '90s to now, yeah, I don't, so I don't know, I don't know much about basketball. I haven't been watching so much. You know a lot I'm about saying, balls. I was say Mike over here probably knows a hell of a lot more than me. Yeah, so we'll we'll just kind of shut up here for a second and kind of pick Mike's brain about how about oh, we just kind of roll you, through, Mike. How about like what is your thoughts on the game like as it stands now like not like outside of points and championships like what do you think like the status of the NBA kind of is like at this moment slightly boring agree the reason why I say that because it's not as like it's like sometimes a referee <laughs> 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 you, okay, you, okay. So you have no idea how hard it is to communicate non-verbally when you're on when you're recording something. So, yeah. <laughs> Got to make sure your mic was on. <laughs> He's making love to his mic right now. By the way, Mike yeah, is making love making to Mike. Sweet love to that mic. <laughs> it feels good. So, like, what's your thought on like? I mean, I feel like the ref. I mean, like, it's that is, it's slow pace now. And it's not so much fast pace. Um, I think it's too much of um, it's too much ball hogging. Yeah. I've seen enough yeah, of that, that shit that, with Kobe Bryant. Like, yeah. I like to see. I want to see teams get involved, like right. other players. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you got other like. I know it's never gonna probably you're not gonna see it, but hell, shit, put some more players in there. Right. You know what I'm see, see, for me, I miss. The time where players actually go out and they bust their ass and play some defense—not out here. Oh, oh whining! I got hurt. It's, yeah, it's now not, it's just they it's just, not a t- it's they not just not focus on t- trying to make money, play for money. They don't go yeah, out there no, like back there's no love of the boys. game anymore. I'm playing. I put it like this, man. When you're watching, when you're watching basketball now, it's like. Watching street ball, it's like Pretty okay, much. the money is on the wood now. It's like okay, we got a thousand dollars, and everybody didn't put their money up, and then you got the people that sits on the side, they're side betting. Right. Oh yeah. Nobody okay. wants to lose their money, so guess what? Especially probably the main person that put up the most money, he's gonna want the ball all the time. Because right. oh, he's yeah. like, listen, I don't trust y'all enough to help me win my money. Yeah, you don't. I don't trust you enough to. You got. I got my money on this table. I don't trust that damn one of you motherfuckers. Well, and that's the thing is too is it's like it's not even. It's not a team game. It's not a. It's not a spread the ball out kind of you know kind of game nowadays. At least with the big name. I mean, obviously, like your teams like Golden State. They they obviously you have your big shooters, but they spread the ball out. You know, in yeah, the sense of, it. I mean. Jordan Poole gets the ball, Steph gets the ball, Clay gets the ball, Draymond gets the ball. You know, they spread the ball out, but then you have teams like the Lakers. You know, that LeBron is, you know, even though he's one of the oldest in the NBA right now, it, it's he still, he still wants to be the star of the show, 
and he wants he's, he's still he's still trying to prove something even though he has the scoring record he is still trying to prove something and like you know, I'm sorry I'm not looking at it like there's nothing out there to prove anymore like, when it comes to LeBron LeBron is like I'm like from what we stand from what we see as fans or commentators or whatever or we see like we're looking at his achievements you know Right. Well, we're not looking at the overall picture. Like, hold up, wait a minute. Shaq was dominant. I want to be. I want to be a predator. Like, I want to be a straight dominance. Like, when they talk about me when I retire, right? I don't want them to be like, oh, you will never be. You were never more dominant than Shaquille O'Neal. He wants to be like, I was LeBron, well, and yeah, I and dominated Shaq, big ass. Well, like that's the thing is, it's like he has. He it's like he has this chip on his shoulder. That he just he just has to has to be like continuing to prove and prove and prove and prove and prove, and and, and it's kind of exhausting. It's like, dude, okay, like we we acknowledge, like I acknowledge that like he's the probably one of the greatest of the two thousand five generation till he, now. He's one of the greatest of his generation. You know, he was he's he's an end to end player, and I and I, and I give him the props he deserves. You know, like the stats don't lie. You know, I mean, so it's like, for as much as you hate, you know, people hate LeBron. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it 100. Yes, he has the stats to back it up. But you know, but the competition that he's against, like the top 10 right now, as far as stats, you are the top 10 is Moses Malone, Carmelo Anthony, Shaq, Wilt Chamberlain, Dirk Nowitzki, Jordan, Kobe, Malone. Kareem, and then LeBron at the top of the list. And, you know, but it's a different game. It has different demands. It has every player, you know, nowadays. This is not, it's not a big one. It's not a big man game anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's not. And it's not, it's not a shooter. It's not a, it's, you have to think like all around the whole game has changed. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's not so it's, a dominant big man because now every team has a big man that well, can yeah, dominate. Now you got guys they averaging got six five, one six big eight. Man or they got almost their. There's some teams out there that have just straight up all fucking big men. Oh, when you got a six 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 seven point guard or shooting yeah, guard that's shooting like, from three you're, half court. You're, you know, your guy shooting threes were like the six footers, the six two, six three. Now you have six eight, six nine, seven footers dropping threes. And, and, and it's a different game and that's why that that's why you have to evaluate, you know, like the time frame that you're talking about. The nineties, the eighties, nineties before even the three point line was a thing. You know, like it, it was, it was just the big man game. It was, it was, it was basically getting up, getting free throws, dropping, you know, little do drop, little freaking, you know, shots, and that's all it was. Well, I'll put it like this: when it comes to like from like when we're speaking like ninety two all the way to ninety nine, ninety eight, that game of Arrow, it was about show me what you can do. How bad enough is you willing to go come up in here and think you're going to score? You no, know, saying. 30, 40 points. Right. No, saying it was a trash talking game. It was actually back in well, those days. Was, was like it was, it was those it games. Was, a lot of trash talking. Like, back then. well, and like the thing is, is like, and it was, it was a more physical game. It was like MMA, NBA, back. You know the, you know the eighties, nineties, because you were jockeying for position for to get that big guy in the center to to throw a little, you know, little toss into the hoop. You know, do a little, you know, turn this way, turn that way. Like now, now it's like. 
your average guy is like six five. <laughs> so like you're you're playing with these guys that they're, they're bigger. You have you have more you have bigger guys. You have stronger guys. You have more aggressive guys. But nowadays, these people these these players they're they're pussies. Let, let's call it like it is. <coughs> the longevity of the game. Like LeBron, LeBron's played 53, he's played 100, let's say 1,413 games, right? And Jordan played just over 1,000, right? And Jordan's number five on this list. And Jordan would have had more points. He would have, listen, LeBron would have had, if he would never retired. Yeah. Retired. Almost two years retirement. And then came back. So it's like. If he played three more, if he played three more years at the caliber that he was at, LeBron. Would not be there. No, he would have had a hard and, time. Getting and up the there. thing is, is like, Le- like Michael played. He played forty-one thousand minutes, right? LeBron to beat, you know, but to be the top guy, played fifty-three thousand. That is, that's astronomical. That's twelve thousand less minutes. Twelve thousand. So it took LeBron twelve thousand more minutes to surpass Jordan, right? And obviously, you know. Kobe's above Jordan, but you know, again, even Kobe, God rest his soul, he played three hundred more games than Michael. So you to do to just be a step over Michael, it took you three hundred more games. That's that's insane because you have again you have to look at the plateau of the whole stats, the games, the minutes, the percentages, all that. But they got But you also have to put in caliber. None of these guys retired and then came back. Right. Mike retired twice. And came back. And then came back. And he went to the Washington Wizards. Yep. And he went to the Washington Wizards to play with them off a contract that saying that whatever money that he makes goes to a charitable like who does that? That man came left. He could have been stayed gone. He was like, No, I still want to play. I still want to play. So it's like and that's the thing is that like if, if Michael would have never retired, the, the number would. I mean, I think LeBron still would have beat the number. I'm not gonna lie. But he had to play harder, you know. But like, but again, I mean, you got to think that Michael played just over a thousand games. He played, you know, and so you have you have you know LeBron who played 300 more games, not minutes, not 3,000 minutes, no, 12,000 more minutes. You know, 30, you know, 300 games. That's basically like three seasons. So you played three more years, and I and I was talking before we got on here, and I said that's the, pretty much the exact scenario of Emmett beating Barry Sanders, right? Because if Barry right. would have kept playing, Barry would have got that record so damn high it wouldn't be touched. Because oh, yeah. he, exactly. I'm sorry, but Barry's the best runner of all games. I don't care about st- I don't care about you know who's got the most yards. Barry had to work. Barry had to work for every yard he got because I'm sorry, any Lions fans, even the ones sitting next to me, the Lions sucked. <laughs> they st- they've, they've gotten better. I'm not going to deny. I'm great, not going to deny. They had a winning record for the first time in at least like seven or eight years. But like, I can I can I can balance and I can totally agree there. I mean, <laughs> and so, but like, but honestly though, like Barry had to work with way less. Yeah. If if Barry would have had an O line like Dallas, Barry would have a record that would have never would never be duplicated ever. Yep. I mean, you got to think. Who carried them to the playoffs every year? Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. He carried his team. And like, if he as Barry Sanders was the quarterback, it would probably be totally different. Mm-hmm. 
But you gotta think like Detroit. Like I was never a Lions fan. I'm sorry. Uh, same, same, same here. And same here. but I was a player fan. And right. I loved Barry. Well, that's that's the thing is too is like for me, I mean like I'm a diehard Patriots fan like through and through before before Brady, during Brady, after Brady. Like I I've I had a Bledsoe jersey when I was like nine, ten years old. You know, and so like I, and you know, and so like I, I, you know, I'm a diehard. I don't care. You know, yeah, you know, Brady left, whatever. But like, I'm still a fan. I still, I still have faith in Mac Jones. You know, moving forward, he's gonna get better. You know, you know, but like, you know, but again, you know, like Mike said, is like we, we, we love players. We love the theatrics. And you know, when you have, when you have players that just like they just drop your jaw, like. Like like Barry, you know, Kelvin Johnson, you know, Herman Moore, you know, these guys that were just insane. I mean, for the fact that Herman Moore had to play with shitty quarterbacks, the dude had hands like no other. You look you go back into the you know, nineties, you go back in some clip and you watch this dude's hands. This dude had hands and this was before frickin' sticky gloves and all these other crap they have now. Yeah. You know? So you have. By the way, those sticky gloves suck when they get red. Yeah, you know. (laughs) And so you know, like it's, you know, again, and it, it, you know, there's, there's so much has changed in, you know, the sense of, you know, mass televised, you know, sports. You know, back in the day, like it was basically you just watched some super old clips. Like I didn't like my grandfather was a big Chicago Bears fan. And he's from Tennessee, and but he was a big, big fan of Walter Payton, and he used to try to explain to me who Walter Payton was, and I'm like, yeah, who? I mean, and like, and Walter Payton had, you know, he had kind of a similar story in the sense of, you know, that he he had to earn, earn his yards. He had to earn everything because you got to think at that time of that era. I would put it like this: like when you coming from, like when you're looking at '70s, and you're looking at '60s, '70s, '80s football. That's that was the real NFC, AFC, hard to hard. These guys had regular jobs. Well, and well, and the thing is too is is that like, you know, again, you know, with with all the safety measures in you know in play nowadays, you know, it's a safer game. You like. You know, you know, they they're more about protecting the players in the long run. That's why you, that's why you have these people play extensive, you know, careers, and you know, in a longevity. You know, because either a the player knows how to protect themselves, or b the NFL protects those players. You know, whether it's you know the helmet to helmet stuff, or you know, like they did you see the um the thing for I think it was the XFL I think or one of the American U.S. football or something like that, where they basically, they, they can't move, like, they're, they're five yards from the player, from the guy getting the kick, but they can't do anything until he gets the ball. You know, if, if, if they want to implement safety, that is probably the best case scenario, because how many times, you know, and like, and it, it's almost like, it's almost pathetic, because they know they're coming down, they're hauling ass, and they're and they and like they're gonna hurt somebody, and they do it, and it's like they've never they've never tried to protect, you know the the punt returner. The, I mean, well, the kick returner, punt returner, whatever. But like, you know, the kick returner because you you know okay, so you moved 
you move the the you know the kicking line from the twenty five to the or the twenty to the or twenty five to the thirty or something like that. Yeah, something like that. You know, and so yeah, cool. That gives that, but it's like ninety percent of your kicks just go into the thing. At that point, you might as well just start at the twenty. Who needs kick returns? Lots of times their like, kicks are lining up in the touchdown area. Yeah, it's, 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 it's back of the end zone. It's you know, and so like I feel like that would be a good thing you know to implement in the sense of you know safety That's because then you, you, you would get you would get you would get good you know good kick return, but you also would protect the player because some of those dudes have careers have gone <laughs> because of that. I mean, you got to look at now. You have. You got defensive ends and tight ends. Tight ends and defensive ends used to be real big dudes. You know what I'm saying? Had a whole lot of weight. They didn't move that fast, but they were strong. They were strong as hell. Oh, yeah. Now, you got defensive linemen that are standing at 6'2", 6'3", running 4'5", and no saying 4'3". Like, these dudes is coming off the line hard and fast. And it seems like they're getting faster and faster and stronger and faster. Now, now you're starting to see a, a line. Like, have you like you seen uh, Tampa Bay? Like, you seen how small their line look? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, their line is so small, but these dudes, they're well, strong and, as well, hell. And, like, and the difference between, you know, punt returns and kick returns is, like, the, the kick returns, you have all of your fast people there. Versus a versus a punt return when you have you have that six guy line, bunch of big dudes they ain't running down there. Oh hell no! You know, no, like, and so I mean, Most I mean obviously some tired. of them can, <laughs> but I'm like, but I'm like, but you have faster people. You you just basically have a bunch of safeties and receivers and basically running down that field ready to freaking tear somebody you know, head off. Goldberg spear them like pretty much, and so. You know, and so, like, I just think that it's, you know, it's a different game. They, you know, but if they want to protect him, they probably should not worry about just helmets and pads. Because you see all the, all, the, all the guys with different style helmets and different stuff like that, and that's fine. But, like, if you really want to protect them, you probably should put more things in line to protect them from basically getting hurt when it could have been avoided. Yeah, I know. They, I, mean, I know they upgraded. I think they this year they they upgraded their uh, their helmets to try to break down on all the concussions and stuff. This. I mean, that's the reason why they have Eric Nelson. They, they call them Aircast helmets. Nelson, yeah. uh, they started implementing those in in um, middle school and high school. Um, those majority of those Aircast helmets are supposed to keep keep you from um, dehydration. Uh, and now they have more padding inside the helmet where it's like some material where it's supposed to protect the brain. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to but keep like, the brain But safe. the problem is, though, is like it, you're not worried about the top of your head. <laughs> you know, like if you get if you get like a helmet to helmet, you're going to get hit in the side more times than that. And so like they're they're, you know, but again, like if they want to protect them, they need to figure out a safer way to play it in the sense of not changing the game till the till their NBA players getting little bullshit fouls, but like, you know, hey, you can't do this. You cannot do this. And like yeah, and it, it'll happen incidentally. That's fine. But like when you have, you know, the whole, you know, what was it, uh, with with the Saints, wasn't it uh like uh what I call it? not it wasn't 
It was uh, like Bounty Gate, right? And so, like, when you they should have they should have just they should have had a lot more than just a year. They literally should have been removed as a team for three years. I mean, <clears throat> when you, when you're going out of your way to literally injure players, that's screwed up. And and I don't care. But you that was what? Oakland. We got that was the Oakland Raiders. Like that was their game. Like they came out monstrosity. You know, what I'm saying it was all about. Going domination. Out there, yeah, going out there, so, people. I mean, you got to think when even when um, Stephen Young, uh, Steve Young was playing, and he took that nasty hit that ended his career. Now, I mean, that's the reason why they end up changing the style of helmets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're sitting around and you playing and you playing and, and all, and like we used to love hearing the crack sound yep. of the helmet. We not understanding that these dudes are hitting so hard, they're literally splitting the helmet. Oh yeah, and plus they don't even have a lot. A lot of the, a lot so, of these players don't even have a lot of freaking padding for their chest or their shoulders right. now, where they can get hit with somebody's helmet like all right into their chest. There's not much padding there to protect their chest. Well, and, and like in, some in, of these players that get like that bad heart problem. Well, that's why. Only thing is, is like, and that's why too is that like the quarterback has very limited shoulder pads, obviously oh, yeah. for good reason, but the same token, like he can get really hurt. I mean, that's the reason why I put place now saying now, like, you can't touch after the play is over with. If you're not, if you don't sack the quarterback before, you know, saying before he throws the ball, leaving the hell alone. Yep. And like, and I, and I just, I just think that like when it when they when they label like if it's a personal foul and and there was intentionality that that person should be suspended for at least four games. Oh, period. I don't, I don't no agree. pay, no nothing, because. You you know I I'm all for you know those good clean hits and a good sack on the quarterback stuff like that but it's the when it's to the point where there's intentionality to you know even if it's just your own decision not like bounty gate or anything to hurt the quarterback you 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 should your company should be like no dude I'm not paying you you're gonna get fined let's say a million dollars four game suspension and even when you come back you want a short lease if that shit happens again. You're done for the year. No money, no pay. Because I'm sorry, if if you know, because what would happen if someone did it to your quarterback? Would you be pissed? Right. Hell yeah. I mean, that's what the that's what Detroit did with when they had um, what was his name? Uh, um, Chris Spielman. They actually wouldn't let Chris Spielman practice because he would actually hurt people. Chris Spielman was a beast, but the thing is, is but like his hits. He was just aggressive, and he, he, you know, he, you know. He made it known. Yeah, like, and the thing is, but, like, but, again, there's a fine line between being aggressive and, and being able to make moves to get to the quarterback or the running back or whoever versus, you know, when, it, when there's intentionality now because guess what? People are stronger now. There's more, there's more medical advancement in the clean sense. Right. You know, and there's, there's more. You have dietitians. You have – these people have – you know everything at their disposal. Back in the '90s, dude, like you said, dude, like these people in the '70s, '80s, like they had regular jobs on top of playing the NFL. <laughs> so, like, you know, so they, you know, so again, it's a different game. Literally, you know, like same thing. No matter what sport it is, whether it's freaking, whether it's hockey or it's football or it's basketball or it's baseball, like it's different now. So you like, it's an unfair comparison to p- compare anybody from the '80s and '90s to now. Yeah, it's a so say back then their helmets were like. Freaking like leather. <laughs> well, well I mean, no, now we're talking about thirties and forties. Oh, no, no, no. no. so, <laughs> hold on. So like, 
See, this is look at this, Mike. Look at the screen. It's all like, <laughs> like look at that. that. Okay, like there's no there's there there's no mechanics to that. That, that is just a giant bear trap of a mask. Uh, they call it a brain bucket. You know what I'm saying? That's basically what it was. Like, and but that's like you know, and that's the thing is, it's like concussion it's asking like, for. Yeah, you know, you, 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 you were definitely getting a concussion. You know what I'm saying? Because like back you, then they just wanted to protect something. If you got hit you know? hard enough, like I'm done. Peace. I can't take it anymore. You know, I'm going to work at Walmart. Like you know, because I don't know where like I'm at. you know, the thing is, is in, you know, and in, 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 in it's good in the sense of safety has become a more consistent thing. But they're, they're, they're not there yet. You know, and like, in, you know, contact sport versus bullshit basketball, you know, like, the, you don't need to protect the basketball players, dude. Like, like I'm sorry, dude, there's no, there's no, someone's going to spear someone because they try to get a dunk. You well, know, that's the reason like, you why. Don't, you don't see Goldberg come from underneath, underneath the freaking hoop to, like, spear somebody. You know, and so the sense <laughs> that, that they that protect, the sense they see. protect the NBA players more than they they protect the contact sports, you know. Well, that's what they call really the only NBA really, really, today. Really they call it a young man game. So you know, it's like when you're looking at football. I mean, I mean, you got to looking at these dudes. I, it's not. I look at like the NFL is not aggressive as what we seen growing up. No, you know what I'm saying. It's now the NFL is about agility. You know what I'm saying. Back then, it was easy to fuck up a quarterback because you knew he was going to stay in the pocket. He wasn't going to try to run to the sideline and get 60 yards up the field. No. And then you look at you got to look at these quarterbacks. Like, John Elway, you know what I'm saying, was one of the greatest scramblers that I can think of that I watched play that knew how to get out of the pocket and scramble. But other than that, Dante, how many how many sacks that Dante Culpepper received? And Dante Culpepper was one of the tallest quarterbacks in the NFL in his time of playing. Because he stood at, what, 6'5", six, 6'4"? Six, Something four? like that. Yeah, but these days you got... You got these younger guys that are going after these quarterbacks or trying to sack them. And these quarterbacks... Lots of, lots of times, lots of times, they, they, they wait to the after they fucking throw the ball to tackle them and then hurt them. But you know what? You can't put it all so much on the defender. We put wow. it on a quarterback because now you got quarterbacks that's trying to get 60 to 40, 60, 50 well, yards. Well, the thing is, and that's, that's my biggest thing too, is that like, I've said this a thousand times to anybody who will listen that running quarterbacks don't last. And not in the sense of like they they can't play, but when you try to run when you're when you're running, if you're running unless you slide, you are just like any other player. You do, there's game. no there's yeah, no fair. there's nothing there's you're nothing in line for you to be like, oh well you can only do so much to this guy. No, now he's like a running back. He's a wide receiver. When he's out there the hit, the hit, no matter how hard it is, it's clean. Yeah, no matter if, he, yep. if the quarterback has the ball and he doesn't have nobody to uh, throw it to and he starts running, all I'm going to say, you're fair game to get hit and how hard to get hit. Well, it's basically like this. The rule of it is like once you leave that pocket, you're, once you leave the inside pocket and once you are past the scrimmage line, you're fair game. Yep. You're no longer a quarterback now. You are running. You you are a runner back. Whatever considered. You're now fair game because why you decided to take yourself outside of that pocket. So that's why you got Matthew Stafford, you know, saying you have um 
uh, certain pocket players that won't that refuse to go outside the pocket. Well, the thing is, and like, and that's that's why they have long careers. That's why Brady, Breeze, Elway, Manning. Like, all these quarterbacks have longevity because they sit in the pocket because that is, one, the safest spot for them to be. And, two, like, they, they, ha- they become so honed in with the game that it's like they can, they're set at the line. They're not, like, worried about the ball getting hiked to them. They're looking, they're looking around. They're looking around. They're like, what is this guy going to do? What is this guy going to do? You know, and Brady's probably the best to do it in the sense of, like, he can look and he's, he's like, he does so much research on him playing that he can, like, pick apart. Oh, this guy's going to do this. This guy's going to do this. I've seen this play before. Yeah, said, this guy's actually going to, this save is actually going to come off. The back one's going to drop and grab the next receiver, and that save is going to come after me. He already knows that. Uh, he says, sir, he, uh, I'm, I'm not a Tom Brady fan at all, but I do have respect for him. But Brady any, any like game, no any, any team he goes to play against, he is sitting there watching that team play against other teams and breaking, yeah. breaking it down so well. And no, uh, say he's playing against Green Bay. Oh, he knows who. Where, this person's gonna come right at me. This person's gonna go this way. He knows the game. He knows how it's played. He's still gonna go down as one of the best quarterbacks in the history. Next to Terry Bradshaw. Yes. Fuck Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many rings did Bradshaw got? Oh, exactly. No, no. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna skip that one. So so okay, so oh, we're not talking I'm, about Terry I'm, Bradshaw. I'm looking through like the you know the this you know the the websites here while we're kinda chatting along, but like it's like we knew what what a catch was in nineteen eighty five, right? You didn't have instant replay. <laughs> Like think about think about how much instant replay is like it's been a blessing and a curse in the NFL. Yeah. You know, this challenge flags. I was like, dude in the eighties we're gonna do what are they gonna roll down the like the like the old school uh like no. teachers teachers box TV on the cart? No. <laughs> like, oh I don't know what it looks like, you know. They had instant the replay in the eighties. Like, and the thing is like and it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. They had you know, instant replay in the eighties. I 80s. wish I wish they would Not just let these well. boys ball. I mean, these I want to say it was play, the 80s, but they yeah, had re- they had instant replay where if a play was called and a referee and a flag comes out, they go to their little instant replay thing and stuff. Now it may suck down people TV to see what really actually happened because most of us all had the. Mm-hmm. No, right. saying, I mean we like dialed. But it's like, but it's like even then, it's they just like it's not like they have like twenty cameras or you know, no. they like they got you know, right yeah, the they don't have they don't have all these camera angles, you know, like these dudes just played, man, just you know what, let the boys play. That's every yeah. sport, you know, when they do the instant replay bullshit, like dude, like let these guys play, and, and leave it, let it, let it, let it be what it be on the field. Football you know, made like, you feel like you were a man. That's what it made you. That's well, what, that's what, how thing, I that's, grew up. You know, exactly, yeah, that's exactly it. Because it's like, hey, we're going to go out here and ball out. We're going to play. And whoever wins, wins. Not defined by, oh, well, this this last thing and instant replay crap, you know. Because we'll 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 take a trip back to, you know, Super Bowl this year, right? Because that's what we do. We rabbit trail back to things. But, like, you know, like, oh, well, well they, if they, they call it a catch on the field, let it be. It, it, you know, like if it was a questionable, like if it, like if it was a catch or not, if they called catch on the field, 
there should be no challenge. Leave it. Agreed. Because like, because now you're going to go back and you're going to psychoanalyze it. Now, if you let's say you're if you were in bounds or something, or if he he went out of bounds at a certain level, let's say he went out, he's foot tapped the the white line at the twenty, and it wasn't a touchdown, and he's back there. Okay, like field position, yes, field position is cool. But if it's called what it's called in the field, let it be. I'll but be like, let him keep playing because like. You don't have to qu- like question every play because because once you get inside the two minutes, the booth can review whatever the hell they want as many times as they want. That's why there's like that's why there's only there's certain time frames and they only, they only get two challenges, you know. But it's like let them play, let them play. Hey, if it's called if it's called a catch, let it be, let it ride. You know, we don't need that. We don't need to take a twenty minute break. Well, you got a lot of you got a lot of these teams out there, these coaches that are. Just straight up wine asses. Oh, yeah. They can't handle well, it. And, and like I, my worst pet peeve in football is like, and they did it, and I'm going to say this, and it was against uh, TCU in Michigan. Let me tell you, I hate this, and I see it in college. I see it in NFL. Don't run a second play and then blow the whistle to say, ho. Oh, we have to replay the last yeah. play. Like I hate that because because like, it throws the rhythm off so bad. Well, no, that's well, that's what happened. That's what happened in the Super Bowl. Like they all of a sudden it was called a catch in the field. Oh, but no, and then and then then they give time. They get then they call some play that honestly I've never heard of. I, I, I was trying to recon what that call was, and it was like. Not enough time to let substitute or something like that, stupid. And I and what I gathered from people I talked to is like it was about the offense. But if the offense is already going, why does it matter? Right. You know who? Can, you know if they want if they want to they want to start to play with ten people, whatever, man, whatever you're doing it. You know, and it's just like there was a BS BS penalty called that wasn't a penalty. It was just like, you know, oh you can't you can't start. And then it shouldn't have it, they should not have allowed Andy Reid to. Throw the challenge after that. If it, if it was a call, by, you know, under different parameters, yes, I get it. But like, you gave them time to throw the challenge, kill the rhythm, because that's all it did. It was a rhythm killer. It had nothing to do with the, the call. The call was a catch. Leave it at that. It was only challenge to kill the vibe, kill the like the momentum that the Eagles had. And like, this isn't the first time the NFL has killed momentum. Right. You know, whether it was the Steelers championship game where the lights went out. You know, you know, and, and the, the many, many story, you know, you could look back on YouTube. Go ahead, look it up. It's like, this isn't just, this isn't just us all of a sudden thinking, oh, this one's fixed. No, like there's, it goes back, you know, 20, 30 years. You know, and, it, and it's like, again, when you have the footage there right in front of your face, you, you can't debate it. You know, this rule played out exactly how last year's played out. It, like almost to the T, a holding call, a BS holding call. In the in the at the and a third down, in the red zone. What happened last time? Oh, Cooper Cup got held. No, he didn't. He didn't get held. It was BS. You know, and and it's and it's beginning to start. People are starting to catch on to, you know the, the you know when you know people have literally said that sports are like WWE. It's a storyline. There's there's a there's a there's a mild way of putting like there's kind of a script there's kind of like hey this is going to happen you know and like you can type it like oh that's that's stupid blah, blah, blah. 
when it happens to your team, what are you going to do? What are you, what are you going to are you going to think maybe something's up? Mm-hmm. You know, and and so like it's all it's all hypothetical until it affects your team, and then you're like, oh well, this one's fit. Well, yeah, we've been talking about that for a while. You know, it's been talked about for twenty years. You know, and so like I just. I don't know. It it takes away from the game, you know. This, you know, let the boys play. It's like it's like basketball, dude. Like the foul game, and this is why, you know. Again, I'm gonna go back to LeBron's point. How much more free throws did LeBron shoot than Michael? You know, how many? You know, how many? How much does a free throw game matter in points compared to 30 years ago? You you know, like in the NBA now, you're probably shooting. I would say they go to the line. I would say 300% more than they did in the 90s. You know, because they just let them play. They let them play in the 90s, 80s, whatever. You know, and there was, you know, they, they didn't call these BS penalties. They didn't call these BS fouls. It was just, if you weren't bleeding, you're fine. You know, and so, um,. So we're going to, you know, kind of get away from, you know, this the NFL stuff. We're just going to kind of roll into uh, me and Tim's alma mater of, of you know, wrestling. And so, like, so, like, Tim, what's your thoughts as far as, like, like current wrestling, like, not in the sense of storylines, but just the product, like, quality? <clears throat> uh, Quality-wise... It's not. It's not too bad. It could be a little bit better. Um, I haven't really watched so much Ring of Honor. I don't know how the quality is there, yeah. or um, Impact, uh, TNA, uh, AEW. I still watch here and there. They're not too bad. But do you like just from like you know what little bits I've even seen AEW? Like, I feel like they they push the envelope in the sense of like. You know the language they use, and it's like you have pretty much you know this is you know wrestling has become a you know a sport and you know sports entertainment. I'll be make sure that correction, you know, in the sense of it's 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 for everybody. And when you have, you know, like the Attitude Era, like that was a whole different time. Like that was such a crazy time in wrestling where it was just like, you know, blood sold, you know. And so, like, it was an, it was a lot more aggressive. There was a lot more going on, and you know, much like you know, again, going back to regular sports, you know, is that they they have to protect, you know, their, you know, their investments. Yeah, they don't they don't have a, <clears throat> not like back in the Attitude Era where you could hit somebody head on with a steel chair and all that. They pretty much stopped that because of the one, the blood, the concussions, and yeah. all that. Yeah, because they want they want them to have a a, a longer career time because, in the business. You know, because a lot of these wrestlers they're starting in the business, you know, sixteen, seventeen, you know, eighteen years old. Versus back when wrestling was getting big, it's like these guys were already in their thirties and forties. Like Rick Fla- <laughs> Rick Flair was older than freaking Sin when he just started. Yeah, you know, he was. and then and, and so, but like now you fast forward to which you know the product we have now. You know, and there's there's so much safety, you know, that that goes on because you got to protect the product because you know they they they're not the longest weekly episodic you know television show in history without making sure that they they 
their product you more is safe. safe. And their product, they're making sure their product is safe, their yeah. product product looks good for for business and for their viewers and for whatever uh, whatever channel they're on, whatever yeah. channel is supporting them. Yeah, they and have like, to, they have to go by their rules. Yeah, you have a lot more. You have a lot more oversight now than you did before, um, in the sense of like what they can and cannot do. And say back in the Attitude Era, I know WWE was w, WWF um, was on uh, the USA channel, and back then the USA didn't really give give a shit half the time. But they slowly, slowly broke down on a lot of stuff back then with the whole degeneration X. With oh, dude, it was so bad. Yeah, with the way their uh, and like it was their it product was. was. <laughs> well, and it was surprising. But then a lot of people from WCW Nelson used to come on TNT, go over to WWF. Yeah, I mean those were all. Yeah, that was, uh, that was those were all there. very, very like intricate storylines. Like it wasn't like, and that's what people need to understand is that like. That's just making the whole product better. Like, it, the, those invasions weren't like, oh, no, all of a sudden this happens. Like, no, it was a storyline. Because, you know, back then, with you know, when you had, when, you, you know, your WCW and your, you know, your WWF at the time, like, that was for product. That was for, that was, that was for basically what we define as likes and swipes now. You know, because that was, that's what sold. You know, and, and they knew it. So in order to make the whole product better... They had to do these things, and you know. But like again, we don't have that much. We didn't have that much insight to it when it happened, so it seemed a little more, you know. Oh my gosh, this is a surprise. Because it was kind of dope, you know, saying watching uh, Eddie Guerrero and uh, um, Conan and and Rey Mysterio. They all came from WCW and went over to WWE and started performing there. So it's like. I remember those guys from back in that era, of that time. Um, Sting, Sting was uh, also was on the WCW. Hogan, and then they went up with it to NWA. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, like, and and I I NWA, tip my hat. NWO. I tip my hat to a lot of the the smaller companies that are still very popular. Now they're not selling out, you know, AT and T Arena or anything. You know, but I mean your TNA, your Ring of Honor. I mean it's it's just basically another branding of of NXT. In this, you know, it's like it's not NXT and it's not main roster. It's it, it's it's somewhere in that middle ground because you know you're you're all there together. You're not. There's no developmental in you know in, in TNA. There's no developmental in you know Ring of Honor. There's no developmental to those brands. So essentially, like. Your main level, but you're but you're not well. You know you're not WWE NXT, but you're not main roster. You're somewhere in the middle, and a lot of them have developed. You know, being in you know those promotions. I mean, obviously, like AJ Styles, I mean from New Japan to TNA to. Now he was in uh, you know, AJ Styles was in TNA. That's where he he started out. He started out at a tryout in WWE, failed. Then he went to. Uh, WCW, and he was doing a, a tag team in WCW for a while. Then TNA opened up, and then he went to TNA, and he's been with TNA for he was a TNA oh, for a God while. knows how long. And then after that, he left because of 
uh, whatever her name, Dixie Carter, whatever. Dixie Carter, yeah. Fucking ruined him, and he got fed up with the crap, and he left and went to uh, New Japan and uh, joined up with the Bullet Club. Then after that, he had a... Now, did it start as Bullet Club first, or was it Balor Club first? It was Balor Club first. Okay. And then it switched over to Bullet Club, because Mm. Balor was the leader, and then when AJ Styles went to New New Japan, that's when... uh, Finn Balor was coming to WWE. He was pretty much stepping in, taking over. Yeah, okay. And then when, um, then when AJ Styles left, that's when Kenny Omega stepped in and took over. And then, then Cody Rhodes. And it just kind of, it just kind of rabbit trailed off of the original. Yep, pretty much. So, like, so WrestleMania card. I mean, most of it's set. Most of it's hypothetical. I mean, we're only, you know. Well, we're February, so what, March? Yeah, so I mean, we're like, you know, probably eight shows away from WrestleMania, essentially. Yeah, it's like, I think they said it was about, I think on SmackDown, like they said it was about, I think SmackDown was said it was like 34 more days to WrestleMania. Yeah, so I mean, it's 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 coming, and it's coming quick. I mean, oh, basically, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you have I WrestleMania know when, uh, is April 1st. I, mean, I know they're saying John Cena's supposed to have a match there, and he has a mystery opponent. We all know who I mean, his mystery opponent is. It's not really a mystery is, when is, it's when it's pretty obvious. It's um, Austin Theory. Yeah, I mean the, the thing US is, is that like, but like I mean, as much as you know, you everyone kind of hates Austin Theory. <laughs> like I like him. you gotta. I mean, you gotta respect how what his run right now. I mean, he's you know, I mean, he's kind of. He stepped away from the goofy gimmick of the photos oh, and being the chosen one. Shit. You know, and he, now his gimmick is probably the best thing he's gotten going yeah, so he, far. He, he's, he's coming out a lot more cockier. And yeah, he's, but you, but you he's can be cocky if you can back it up. Side of him. If you can back it up, man, be cocky all day. Oh, yeah, he, he backs it up. You know, that's that's anybody in sports, man. If you if you if you going to be cocky, if you don't back it up, dude, they're going to be like, eh, I don't know about this guy. You know? So, but, uh, so, I mean, current match card, we have, obviously, Roman and Cody. Um, so, I mean, we pretty much have the championships, at least the three. The three are, are solidified, which is the Raw and Women, you know, Raw Women's Championship and Bianca and Asuka. SmackDown is Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. And then, obviously, you know, you know the Universal Championship, which is obviously basically two in titles and one. You know, and Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes, which... If Cody, if if Cody doesn't win the titles, it 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 will just ruin his mentality of finish the story. And I quote. Yeah. And so, like, I don't care that they want to worry about you know Roman getting to a thousand, but it's like if you you can't give Cody Rose those belts on any other pay per view. Like it has to be WrestleMania. It has to be because that's where Cody Rhodes started, and then he got injured. You know, so if you if you have him win the Royal Rumble all for nothing, you are gonna have a lot of pissed off people. A lot of people. You know, and so, you know, again, finish the story. If he, if yeah, he's doing it he's doing it for him. It has he's to be at WrestleMania because that is the biggest stage, the biggest match of his career. If he loses, it's all for nothing. Oh yeah, I totally agree. And and so so like the you know the matches unofficially and this is cagesideseats.com we're just basically listing off what they have which is possible which is the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. 
I mean, I think it's going to be a last-minute thing. Um, you know, in the sense of maybe like a slow build, and it might all of a sudden be like something that happens, let's say a week before WrestleMania, and I think that's when it'll probably happen where they're gonna be like, okay, screw this, you know. But again, if they don't win, you know, the tag team belts, it's all for nothing. Like it's WrestleMania, no one wants to, no, no one wants to someone to retain. Like it's the grandest stage. If you, you know, I don't want if I want someone to retain. I mean, you'd have that on TLC or Extreme Rules or Survivor Series or whatever, like these low-grade, you know, these pay-per-views that are nothing compared to, to WrestleMania. If it's the biggest show of the year, and honestly, in any wrestling promotion, WrestleMania is the pinnacle. Yeah, that's, that's if you the don't, if you don't, if you year. don't have someone else new walking out, it it's gonna it's gonna be like, uh, I mean, because what for one of those matches on there? Yeah, I. The rest of them are okay, but with the Drew, they're the ones that are saying, "Oh, uh, Drew McIntyre versus Gunter for the Intercontinental Championship." To my honest opinion, I don't want to see that. I'd rather see Sheamus versus Gunter for the. Intercontinental yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is this. That'll is, this bring. Is, they'll bring. T- this they'll is, bring. Seats, yeah, this is again. This is you know a purely hypothetical rumor, but like yeah, I mean, I I dude, considering the last match they had, which was an absolute banger. Oh hell yeah! Like. Literally, probably, I'd say the top five match of the whole year, even WrestleMania. Like, you know, with Sheamus and Gunther, dude, like, you got two dudes that are, that are ready to fight. Like, I mean... Born sh- like, to fight. Literally, Sheamus, when he says fight night, dude, he, that's that's in his DNA. The dude's freaking Irish to a T. And so, you know, again, you know, again, these are hypotheticals, but, like, and obviously, okay, so, like, it, you know, it says John Cena versus Theory, which, obviously... Much like the Cody Rhodes coming coming to WWE prediction, I'm pretty sure that one's going to probably stick. Um, I don't think Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler are going to go damage control tag team. Like that's just not going to be a thing. That's probably you know, and maybe it will. You know, and and then maybe that'll happen. But like, they didn't bring Lita back for nothing. They didn't bring back Lita for nothing. They didn't just have her come out for a brief little cameo. You know, and dude, the chick's still in good shape. You know, Lita is in good shape. Trish Stratus is in good shape. Like, I wish they would just have those three, but the, but they have to have they have to have every championship at WrestleMania. Th- there's no way around it. So you're gonna have to have something, you know, of that caliber to happen because I don't like. I think last year, I don't even think they actually had the women's tag teams, did they, at WrestleMania? Yes, they had the women's tag team. The only thing they didn't have uh, being defended at WrestleMania was the United States in the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, and which is uh, stupid. Or or the, no, both Raw and SmackDown women's championships were being defended. Uh, Both uh, Raw and SmackDown men's tag team championships were defended. And all that. It was you know, just and the so Intercontinental like, in the U.S. You know, it's it's the pay-per-view or the premium live event, whatever you want to call it. You know, where it's, it, you just have to have everything on the line. Absolutely everything. And so, so again, Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins, that's for damn sure going to happen. Yeah, because we all there's, that's happening. You know, and then you have Brock versus Omos, which uh, that's going to happen. But I guarantee you that's going to be like, some mid-card first night match, yeah, it's sadly. Probably be the first match. Now, is there still wrestling? Yeah, <laughs> he is. <laughs> yeah, and he's like the Ronda that? Rousey well, that I'm, barely ever shows. I'm just listening, you know, saying, and it's like, wait a minute, John Cena 
it's about to wrestle for international continental. Can't see me. So he's a title holder. Who? John Cena? No, he doesn't have a title. Uh, no, Austin John Theory's Cena doesn't does. have. And John Cena's going to fight him for They want to have it set up where Austin Theory's uh, to take on John Cena, or really John Cena to take on Austin Theory for the U.S. title. They, if this is just my opinion, if they do have John Cena versus Austin Theory for the U.S. title. I would love to see that, and I would love to see John Cena come out with a title and win it, and then take on uh, what's his name from uh, NXT. Uh, uh, he's the U- NXT champion, Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker, and have him Braun Breaker lose his title at that pay per view leading up to before WrestleMania, and then make his debut on Raw, yeah, he, I mean, and where John Cena has his open challenge. For the U.S. title and lose it to him and lose it like the Raw after after WrestleMania or yeah, something. Yeah, I would love to see that. That would yeah. be John Cena's I, two biggest matches. He, he yeah, could he's ask for. he's he's gonna come in for a hot second. Oh yeah, but like honestly though, like I I love Braun Breaker. I oh, I watch too. him weekly on NXT. Like just completely dominate, you know, in <laughs> fashion. And so like I just think that it's it's he's on such a level right now. That like there's he's gonna have a main roster push. He he oh, has to. He, he because he it. can't dude he can't like he's not even been in NXT for like he's like, maybe a year, maybe a year. Cause yeah, cause he he just started last WrestleMania, so like you know, so we'll say maybe he's maybe six you know fourteen to sixteen months into you know being in WWE, and you know he's got such a presence that like the, you know you can't you can't like act that aggression like he just comes out and he's exactly what you think he is oh yeah he's a, you know he's a beast. the dude has an insane spear the dude has strength the dude has agility and it's like you know and and i think if he gets to main roster i feel like he needs to be bronson he needs to be bronsteiner or bronson steiner he needs, he needs his name because people don't know you know, to the outside people that the casual fan, as as someone you know, as Corey Graves would you know say on after the bell, but like you know, I don't I don't think there's really a casual fan. I think there's people that like they they watch it, but they're not into it. Like they don't they don't they just watch it like like you know like a normal TV show. They're not invested. You know, they don't drive 1,200 miles like me and well I drove and me and, and you know when me and Tim went down you know to Texas like that's that's a that's a drive. fan. Okay. That's someone who literally drove twelve hundred miles, you know, to go to WrestleMania. They like go to WrestleMania, SmackDown, you know, NXT. Yeah, the and best so weekend so ever. you know, you're you're you know, your <laughs> fan that's not really paying attention quite a bit. You know, then obviously like they're not going to really like they don't watch theories, they don't watch rumors, they don't watch you know the YouTube subscriber, you know, they don't watch all that stuff to like just pick apart like the hypotheticals, the possibilities. Will this happen? Will it not happen? Or just gonna talk about it? You know, like the Rock come back for the Royal Rumble. Like that was everybody was talking about it for months, it's, months it's and months and months. Hollywood, there. you know, WrestleMania. Like if 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 Cody Rhodes ever came back, then that, I guarantee you that would be that'd be what it probably would have been. But like the fact that Cody Rhodes came back, and again they were theorizing that as much as they theorized the Rock coming to Royal Rumble. You know, and I think obviously, I, I think those plans were thwarted by like Cody Rhodes' injury. Yeah, when Cody Rhodes came out at WrestleMania, that roof 
dude, dude, it, it, dude it was like you it think you think that a normal sporting event when someone scores a touchdown is loud? Try like the lights hitting, couple pyros going off. Like I'm just setting the scene for you, and then you hear the not every you know. Uh, not the only royal family. Uh, not there's not only one royal family. And then his music hits, pop, 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 boom, dude. That crowd erupted. Here is music, dude. It was, it was so loud in there, like just absolute. Like so again, if if he doesn't if he doesn't win at WrestleMania, it's all for nothing. He came back for nothing, because that like I said, that's the only. Pay per view premium live event. That's that he that that needs to take that title off. If they make Roman keep it for his thousand his thousand days, whatever for the, holding the U. Uh, U I just who the United, who the cares? Undisputed championship. I don't give a he's shit. He's not like he's never gonna like have as many. Was it Bruno San Martino that had it for like three years, four years, I, something I like that? It, I think it was about. I think it was about four years. You know, so like you're not going to be on that level, and you know you're you've etched your you've etched yourself in 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 you know those top ten best champions of all time. I will give you that in the sense of longevity, but like again, you know we didn't have as great a storylines. Even you know, I would say probably two thousand, maybe twelve to fifteen, is when they started getting real good storylines. Oh yeah, because you know, okay, John Cena would win it. And he'd drop it, and then he'd win it, and then he'd drop it, and then he'd win. You know, there was there was less like build up, less storyline. You know, whatever. But like, I mean, the storylines are so intense now. Again, if he doesn't have that title or the titles, however they want to do it, at the end of WrestleMania, it's going to be all for nothing. Oh yeah. Because it's the last match of the biggest live event. You're going to have ever. a lot of people leaving that building. If you have like the same did. person walk out as the per, you know the you same, you know, no, it's not going to work. Just look, look at when we went to WrestleMania. When we left, there was dude, so everybody, many people everybody was pissed. Dude, uh, like dude, everybody was pissed because it's they like hyped it too you, hard. You can't you can't put any in. more hype on this match. You can't. <laughs> you can't you can't talk about finish the story. If you don't have him winning, there's no way. There's it, it. It has to, you know. And 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 now now you know we'll transition back to some of the other matchups. You know, obviously Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio are gonna go at it. Dominic Mysterio's gimmick is literally the most retarded thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, like, every, like you're not even fooling the fans because we all know, you know. Kevin Patrick, I love you. He's literally like, you know, Corey Graves, you know, going on his rant about it. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm all for the fact that you're, you're doing your job. But when Kevin Patrick said that an Instagram story lasts longer than Dominic, I about lost it. Like, put it on TikTok, everything. Like, it was the funniest thing I ever heard. Because, like, you can't, like, it's not like, you know, it's not like you have, like, legit jail time. It's, it was just a... It was just a gimmick. It was just a little thing. Like it, and then all of a sudden you have him come out with a teardrop. Dude, someone's going to really murder him. Like you're you have a gang tattoo that basically says you killed someone or you tried to kill someone or whatever. Like that's a serious thing. What's next? Is he get what's next? Is he going to put a, you know, MS13 on his chest? So you're going to put in friggin' Latin Kings on his chest? As a gimmick, he's gonna die. 
Like, uh, I am not even joking when, like, I've watched enough prison, like, documentaries to know that you don't. You don't falsify, dude. Even even the spider tattoo on your on your elbow, that's offensive to some people. Literally, like, popped up in, like, just a video thing when I was watching. Anything, anybody that knows about spider tattoos, just more. If anybody, you see any of your buddies that have a spider tattoo on his elbow, they're associated with either a neo-Nazi skinhead or some watered-down, low-grade KKK group from out of Minnesota. Plus, the thing is, too, is like, you can't just put whatever tattoo you want on your body anymore, man. There's too many implications, and there's too many, there's too much, and, like, people don't understand that, like, gangs are rampant, maybe not in Grand Rapids as much, like, people tag walls, but it just looks stupid, like, you got this five-person gang or something, you know, now you get into, you get into, like, global, elite, or even just, like, countrywide gangs, that ain't no joke to put a teardrop below your eye, son, like, (laughs) that's... That's not like a. That's not some cool gimmick you run. Like, if you don't, if you're not part of that, if you're not, like I said, and I said this before in the past, and it's like, if you're not part of that culture, don't put certain things on your body that you're not a part of. Well, like, no, and WWE should know that. Any anybody anybody that wants to get tattoos, do your research before you get one, and what they mean. Like, yeah, like you like well, and especially WWE. You, if you're so worried about their safety, why are you putting up some almost culturally insensitive Mexican gang member and Dominic Mysterio, who's literally a goon? Like he doesn't, he's not even involved in matches. He literally comes in here and there. He's he's literally like a woman wrestler in a man's body. <laughs> Pretty much, he he gets his ass kicked every goddamn. No, week. he goes in, he go he he goes in there and when Damian Priest and Finn Balor do all the heavy lifting, and same thing with Rhea. Yeah, Rhea's a little bitch. Are you talking about Ray Mysterio? No, Ray Mysterio's son Dominic. Dominic. Oh, yeah. Uh. Like I don't like like I I think it's absolutely stupid that they they allow a female to do whatever the fuck they want to a man in the ring being Rhea Ripley. But then guys can't do anything. Like, I, I, it, it's just stupid. It's You're a stupid little thing. One. Like, oh, don't do it. <laughs> well, tell that. To, tell you know, you know. I guess tell that to Nia Jax who got an RKO. <laughs> RKO and a six one nine. You know, like I just you you know if you don't want cross gender like wrestling, then don't fucking do it. Don't have them go out. Have them get on the apron ring. Do something stupid, but don't let them get. In, don't let them put hands on another there's, man. There's, you know how degrading that is to have a, like to be a man in the wrestling world, and then like you have some freaking tattooed freaking weird bitch out there and do something to you, which you can't do nothing back. I mean, hey, hey, look I, at China. I, I, love, I love Rhea. Okay, we all know you love Rhea and her purple booty. Okay, like. <sighs> But I'm just saying from, like, a safety aspect is the sense of, like, you... I, okay, I mean, I will agree. She was looking... i follow her on IG. Oh, oh dude. Oh, man. No, see, see, when it comes to, like, women, uh, I think they're slowly... They're slowly trying to bring back, back in the Attitude Era where you had... Uh, China. You had China that wrestled... Uh, she was the first so what is she, woman so to what ever is, so held is, the Intercontinental is, is, title. Is, I had so a what is Rhea, like the Australian freaking China? 
That's what a lot of people. Is she going to do one? She, she, one night in Siberia. I watched her uh, interview. They like asked her, "How do you feel about when people are trying to compare you to China?" She goes, "I'm okay with it, but I would never, ever, ever, ever make be a, like make a China. porn video." China is. She's the goat of the business. She was the one that uh, number one paved the way. Wasn't for she women the, to fight the men? Was it the ninth or the eighth winner of the world or something ninth. like that? Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like, and you got to think of the time frame too. Like, you know, it, it it was a man's wrestling game back then, and the fact that she, you know, because this is the, this is even before like the you know because they, they had the women's championship and there was just the one title. You know, and then they then they then they brought out the Divas title, and then oh, it was just God, still the one Divas title. The Divas title was stupid. Little butterfly, but like, and then you know, and then like, and it, it honestly, it China wasn't even that long ago when they brought. Didn't she didn't she fight for a man's title? Yeah, the Intercontinental. Yeah, I and thought she, so. It was didn't it was she, against she won, it was uh, <laughs> she was taken on it was uh, it was her versus Jeff Jarrett in a I think it was like a street fight brawl type of thing they even brung in like the kinches, kitchen kitchen sink and she whooped the living hell out of um she was a beast oh she she was i what i always those i was always a big time fan of her she she was a powerhouse you know? like, China. she was legit though like there was no gimmick to it dude she was like what well, like she was like well she over was six foot wasn't she yeah she was like six foot one. Yeah, like it, it, she, <laughs> like it, it's just one, it's just insane. Like of power. you know, and and again, it was a different time. But it's like the fact that like you know they pushed so hard for you know to have women's titles, not divas. They weren't divas. Now they're wrestlers. She, she was five uh, ten. So basically, about by the same height as Charlotte. Yep. Just a lot beefier. Oh, and she looked she, more manly. Damn, I didn't know that. She passed away a day before yeah, was a my long birthday. Time ago. Yeah, That's, they. She, she never got 16. a. She never got an independent um, Hall of Fame. She got put in with DX. But they did. The main re- the main reason why they've been fighting and fighting and fighting to get China put in the Hall of Fame. The main reason why when she was still alive, they weren't going to put her in because of a. She did uh, did adult porn. Yeah, that's she half the women that. now. Yeah, pretty much. Friggin like they I didn't mean, want that. They didn't want fans. That type of association. They didn't want. Yeah, no. they didn't want kids looking that up. Well, I, like, I don't get it. They had freaking back uh, before that, like a little bit after the Attitude Era. You had half these women. Well, that you had are the, just the Attitude Era in general. They're no, no. Scott Hall was a coke addict. How do you not? Well, well, Edge and Lita had had sex essentially on live TV, and it's like, and yet they're both in the Hall of Fame. They didn't want to put her in because she did doll porn, but I don't get that. So did Mickey? I guess Mickey James are getting put doing fucking (coughs) Playboys, dude. Yeah, they 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 do. Like, I mean, there's so many of them on Playboy covers now. There's, you know, and then you're gonna knock Mandy Sachs, I guess now, or I don't know what her actual full last name is, but like, you knocked her. You literally booted her out for having. Having a second money avenue. So what, dude? You gotta pay. You gotta pay for. You gotta pay for the subscription to see anything. Otherwise, it's just Instagram. Pretty much. So like, you you, so you're gonna knock them for having different money avenues? She like she's and like I mean I listened to an interview the other day, you know, and she's just basically like I don't know. I mean, never say never to me coming back, but she's like I'm good right now. And the thing is, and like she's happy where she's you know and whatever you you I mean like. 
the thing is about like you know just you know average people doing certain you know like an OnlyFans or fan time or whatever you're just an average person but like when you have celebrities it's all about the fantasy man come on like you know I mean that's that's what you know sex sells and is and, and like and that's that's the world we live in so if you want to capitalize on what sells then do it whatever dude you do you if anything happens because of it that's on you but that's your choice look at ha- look at half these outfits half these divas oh dude how many nip slips do we need to see a man huh? how many nip slips you could literally go and search nip slips and you get like a, you could just get the whole plethora yeah there's there's been a lot you know, of couple couple nipple couple slips there's been a lot of uh some of their butt cracks and thongs and all that yeah, i mean like out. it's there's there's so much like you sit there and you, you know sex sells. Though, what do you think they wear the outfits they wear? You had, they ain't you wearing had, pants. You had, uh, you had uh, Natalia. She had a uh, uh, a tear in her crotch area where she had no underwear and on. It was and you glorious. You see her freaking vagina and ripped and where their material she had. <laughs> Mike's over here. Let me find this. <laughs> but like, but the thing is, is but like, but that's what I'm saying is, it's not like you know, very seldom do these do these rest these female wrestlers even ha- like they don't they they're never out there in pants. I can't really say women. There are some there are some of the men out there that wear them. Uh, Fucking uh, speedo speedo things where they had a Dude, little bit I'm of sorry, ball sack I, slip like, out. That's the one thing. If I was a man wrestler, I would not like. I'd be in like Brock or like even John Cena gear. Give me some shorts, man. I don't want to wear skibbies out there, or man. Tights. Like, and <laughs> so many rabbit trails to think of in my head. <laughs> but like, but no, like I mean, like the gear is that. Like, it's. it's you know, they freaking oil their bodies. They oil their hair. Like, there's obviously reasons for that. <laughs> Stop that, Mike. But, like, and so, like, I just, I don't know. Like, you can't be mad when they're trying to capitalize on their body. Like, whatever, dude. Like, I'm not, like, you know, like, if it was my daughter, I'd freaking kill her. But, like, you know, <laughs> but, like, these are these are grown-ass adults doing what they want to do. So what? And pretty much... They have disappointed their parents. I'm just going to say that. So, when it comes down to... Now, I'm I'm kind of... I'm somewhat of a professional. I got a degree in pornology. So... <laughs> and I got... Yeah. Alrighty then. I never heard that one before. <laughs> Porn. I have a master's degree in titties. <laughs> I'm a master of beating. Oh yeah. <laughs> so this took a turn. We, we call them out. <laughs> Hold on. This went from like this oh. went from talking about them being sleazy to being a pornologist. <laughs> now I don't know if that's a degree that you go to an actual college for. Like maybe it's Pornhub University, I guess. But like <laughs> he's got a degree in left titty and right titty. He's got a minor in vagina and a firm grip on the on his uh. Degree. His stick. His degree. His diploma. Anatomy. He, he makes it turn purple. Anatomy 101. God, this so took a turn for the worst. Like... Yeah, we gotta have some fun. Uh, dude, there's there's fun and there's being... Oh, def- we all know. There's defining yourself place. as a pornologist. Like, I'm good thing... Good thing Mike... Alicia doesn't listen to this. Like, I'm glad... <laughs> you know, but the problem is, though... My girl is does. That, but the problem is, but, like, Carson listens to my podcast. <laughs> When you get to the when he's you, twelve, you, yeah. he's twelve. I 
you gotta you know, put some earplugs in plug your ears kid. oh my gosh We're lord sorry help me if he, if he catches on or actually listens to the full episode he's like playing video games and all of a sudden he's like pauses like the game he's like playing what what did he just you know, and say? Like, and then he like rewinds it, and he keeps on hearing pornologist, pornologist, pornologist. What the world? At Kay. least he doesn't have the courage not to look that crap up. I mean, you know what? I'm happy when he looks at a female and likes what he sees. Okay, he's listening at the mailman's butt. Okay, but like, wow, we went from wrestling to this. What's going <laughs> like, at the mailman's butt? So, anyways, uh, I don't even know what to, like to, when I say anyways to to go to what. Because my mind is 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 locked in on <laughs> his mind is locked in I'm, and loaded. Don't say loaded. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, lo- half cock man. I I I'm sorry, son. Daddy loves you. And I hope you didn't actually listen to all of this podcast. I am so sorry. To go back and like drop an edit and be like, "Hey, at one minute and tw- in one minute and one second, just plug your ears and then just stop listening." But um, anyways, so we are having so terrible premature verbal. Okay, don't say premature. He just said loaded, and you said premature. God damn. Gosh! Oh my gosh! Anyways, turtles and frogs this and is, sunflowers is, and gum wraps and when you're an adult. <laughs> oh Rainbows, God. horseshoes, just and blue oh. and red and blue balloons. Oh, oh my gosh! Okay. <laughs> anyways, anyways, so so I can't like I can't even segue back into wrestling because we were talking about females and Tim's over talking about being loaded and Mike's talking about <laughs> premature and. Oh my gosh, this podcast has just gone from one extreme to the next. Like, I don't even know what to segue out of to talk about. But like, okay, so... I need to catch my breath. Oh my gosh. This is like 10 seconds of us just... (laughs) You know, like, oh my gosh, Lord help us all. Be with me, Lord Jesus, and be with the Pygmies in New Guinea, amen. Um... (laughs) So, anyways, so, you know, so we're looking forward to WrestleMania and what it entails. If they, you know, and the big matches, like, I feel like every title needs to change hands. It should. Because it has to. It, like, there's no, there's no purpose to WrestleMania if something new doesn't happen. I want surprises. I want, I mean, based on, I mean, the, I mean, the match card is basically, I think it's like 10 to 12 matches. Um... You know, and and we'll see what you know comes of the next. You know, you know. Well, we're. I mean, let's see what one. So we're probably. Yeah, you know about. You know we're yeah we're about you know a month or so away from WrestleMania, and. I just I mean like, I'm sick of Logan Paul, not in the sense of he's not. Like brought credibility to you know because you get these celebrities that come in and they kind of fight. He's he's honed it in, but I don't like the fact that he's he has a contract, probably making more than the people that are actually jobbers. But like, I just wish that like, okay, cool, you came for a second. All right, cool, bye. You know, like like a celebrity contractor, you know, a cameo or whatever. But like, I just 
I don't like the Paul brothers in general because they they have been under so much scrutiny for for screwing people out of money that I think that how in the hell are you continuing to push forward in your you know your career choice when you have so much controversy of, of screwing people over with money and everything else and you live to tell another day like I just don't I don't get it like I you know and I will I will say though is that Mr. Beast is a philanthropist. Man, how do you say philanthropist? There it goes. <laughs> See, when I was trying to not say it, I could say it. But like, you know, he actually gives back. He gives things away. He helps out people. Like, he uses his his presence, you know, for good. You know, and and I just I just think it's I think it's it's good. It's, it's so good that he actually, you know, yes, he's he's you know making tons of money, but he's also giving things away. You know, he helped those people with like those surgeries so they could see again. He does, he just gives money away all the time, and it's just like, you well, know, that's getting, the kind getting, of influence. He was getting mad, hated on for that. But like, so what, man? You know, he's doing he's doing more with his platform than professional athletes that make millions of dollars a year. Millions. They probably make probably you know some of these people they're making you know three million dollars a week. And what do they do for their community? You know, and I and I had a conversation with a guy, you know, regarding Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather, right? He tried. He tried to come and help his community, and they shit on him, and they took advantage of him, and that's why he doesn't. That's why now that's he why says... That's why he never comes back anymore. That's huh? why he says he's, fr- you know, he's Ooh. built from Las Vegas, Nevada, yeah, because he's not going to be associated with them. That's a controversial. Yeah, he he came the last time he came to Grand Rapids. He had a big party. I think it was I think it was yeah. behind the Van Handel area. He threw a party and he threw the party on the south. I was at that party. Matter of fact, I was at the last. I went to the last two. <coughs> so Floyd is a selfish is a selfish man. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I grew up around his family. He grew up around my family. My grandmother and his grandmother lived across the street from each other. His boxing gym that his dad had, first it was his uncle. He used to sit right there on uh, Burton and Division. Yep. Now it's some little Mexican wedding shop or whatever. That used to be their boxing gym. Floyd, I can't even sit here and say that. I I, I love him for the simple fact is that he came from this city. Mm-hmm. But... Knowing who he really is, personally, and a lot of people can contest to this. Floyd is a shitty person. Oh, he he's a he, he's a hundred percent shitty. He I, talks I, about yes when his parents were going through their thing in military, and his dad was boxing, and his uncle was boxing, and they were growing up. He was living in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Tell him where you came from, where your life started. He won't. No, saying you talk about Vegas and you talk about Jersey, but you don't tell them the truth about where you came from. You went to Jersey because your dad was still boxing. Well, yep. and and like in a lot of them, you. The first time I ever met Floyd is when him and his dad came to my uncle's restaurant when I was little, and that was the only time I ever met him. But <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, I I mean, I when he came during Rock the Rapids about twelve years ago. Yep. Um, I actually literally like he just walked like directly by him, so. But like I mean, 
but the thing is like i mean but the problem is but we only we only know the information we're given you know as far as you know people and their money and stuff like that but i just it just bothers me to no end you know these these you know these athletes make an insurmountable amount of money they make they you know you want to sit there and tell you want to say oh well i oh we yeah we patrick mahomes went out and helped helped raise two million dollars he could have cut a check for three million you know or you have these you know and when you get these walter payton awards i would you know most of them they're average people but they do for their community because they they take pride in that they you know they do it because they love their city they love where they're at they love the people and then they want to help Oh, but man, then you, you have these rappers. people that, you know, that just don't. You got rappers that's doing more for their community than these stupid athletes. And that's no, and sad. And, the thing, and it's like, you know, you, you, you have mostly average people at best going to sporting events. Irishville. You know, and so it's like, those are the asses in seats. Those are the ones that are paying your salary. And I just, it just boggles my mind. That you talk about raising money, you're wearing that much on your body right now. You're wearing, you know, and I'm, I, I get it, I get it. You, you, you come from whatever, and you know, you make some money, and you want to do something. But it's like, man, don't forget where you came from, okay? Like that's my biggest thing, is is that like, you know, what, what are these quarterbacks going back to their high school and talking to these kids? Are they are they helping these football programs produce the future? Are they you know what 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 is the extent? And again, we don't know. And maybe some things do happen, and we just don't know it. But like, I just I want to hear more stories of 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 genuine community, genuine you know love for where where they started. You know everything back to you know where you know the. The guy that bought his first football pads, or you know, like I want to hear this. I want to hear feel-good stories because I want to know that like they're 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 not flashing all for nothing. And you know, and so I want more stories. I I want those feel-good moments because I want to I want to know that this person I've been rooting for isn't just an arrogant prick, right? You know, that that's that's well, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. And I agree, because I'm tired of seeing athletes <coughs> doing videos of their of their children, you know, saying dominating in high school, middle school. And yeah. Listen, man, I want to see more community activists. You know, what I'm saying like that's why I tip my hat off to like Snoop Dogg and Shaquille O'Neal. These guys are really in their communities. Yeah, They're really like, making yeah, a change. I, I, the last video I seen Shaq, he was uh, he was in a store. Oh, he did. He he, 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 he does he, it all the time. This one kid was checking out a bike, uh, a little small uh, BMX bike, and Shaq's like, "You want that?" He goes, "Yeah, my parents don't have the money," and Shaq's like, "I got you. I'll buy it." And yeah, he straight up, he straight up gives back, and he goes, and the family is like, "What? What can we do to give you back?" And he goes, "No, no, 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 no. no I love because... giving back to my community." They call and him like, that's, my money. My money is your money. I like to give. That's back. and like and that's that's the genuineness, okay? And ah, man, I mean, we could go on a thousand rabbit trails with this, but like, I just I, I just want to know, you know, I want to see. I mean, and I mean, for only the handful that listen to this, which obviously, but like, I mean, I just I want genuine, okay? Like, and I think that's the biggest thing 
and you know in sports across the board is that they're very disingenuous they they get their money and then then they're good they don't care about you they don't care about their community they and they'll they'll do not even the bare minimum you're telling me that you're wearing two million dollars in clothes and chain and gear but you want to help raise money if you say hey I'll match whatever whatever the community does. I'll match, no problem. They raise, let's say they raise two million dollars. All right, match it, no problem. I'll take this three million dollar Cuban link I got on. <coughs> like, well, that's the thing. It's like they're wearing house payments. I mean, <coughs> obviously you have fake flexors, but in the sense of like the real stuff, the real stuff people are wearing that like it's nothing. Floyd is walking around with a fourteen million dollar watch on his wrist. Fourteen million dollars. That dude has some. Well, he has a lot of watches that are a fucking. And expensive. I just just and like just like uh, with um with the UFC fighter uh McCarner um Gregory McCarner. Yeah, he wears some expensive watches. No, he ain't walking around with no fourteen million dollar watch on his wrist. No, <laughs> he's walking around with a watch that it when it turns a certain when it turns like an hour. It shows two people having sex. Like who 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 makes that? Yeah, he has a watch. He, he has a watch of that. It's like a little uh little Digital cartoon characters, like whatever. Like I think it was like he has a Lamborghini boat. I didn't even know Lamborghini made boats, but they have. They has yeah, a Lamborghini he has. It's just boat. like they and like my thing is is that see, like and that's why you know like like again we'll go we'll go Shaq for example right. He's make he's making four times as much money as he ever made playing basketball, but he's given back four hundred times four hundred percent more. You know his kids don't touch his money. That's his money, not his kids' money. His kids ain't. Oh, well, we're I'm rich. We're rich. Oh no, daddy's rich. You know because Shaq's put in the work time and time again. Like people don't understand the genuineness of Shaquille O'Neal. Like the sheer genuine. Like you know and like. And again, but like he's a rare occasion. Well, he, he's, with, he's not selfish with his kids. He's not selfish to his kids. And it's not like his kids don't you have know, nice things. But he's the same. He's exactly what his father wanted him to be. You know, what I'm saying he made him more. I will say militant, but also humility. Well, that's 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 the thing too, right there is humility. You know, it, it's. It's when you when you holler people with no questions asked. You know, like even me myself, like I I use my Uber platform to breathe insight into these kids' lives. Call me Dr. Phil, call me Dr. Uber. You know, like I just I, I feel like we you know, we you know, whether it's athletes or people in general, we need to stop worrying about the finicky bullshit and knuckle down and guess what? Essentially, I've, this is how I've put it to an Uber rider the other day. I was like, you know, black, white, Mexican, dude, we're all in this shit together against the government. The government is its own thing. The government is not a race. The government is the hierarchy of, of, you know, of our country. We're all against them because we're all getting screwed. We all get screwed on their decisions. These people that, that wouldn't know a hard day's work if it kicked them in the teeth. Like so, so we're all in this together. Black, white, Mexican, Asian, Japanese, Chinese, whatever. We're all whatever in this mess races. together. You, you know, 
And, and I have plenty of delightful conversation with rioters regarding that very fact. Is that like, we're in this together. Like, this isn't, this isn't a black, white, anything. This is, hey, we the human race against the government. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And like, that's my little schnick of, of politics in this podcast is that, like, let's all do this. We're all in this together. We are together against the people that are making the decisions. Really shitty ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. I They're lie. basically our parents that we did not ask for. Exactly. Yeah, we pretty much asked. Uh, I, I wish I was adopted. <laughs> By what Asians? I don't know. Monkeys. I'm going to Japanese. Australian fish. I don't give a fuck. Right. I, I mean, that's why. Them. I mean, like, that's why I say, man. I don't know. I guess. Like for me, I just have to have to find humbleness and everything. Yeah, that's pretty much hard to do. Well, and it, it's 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 about days. being a genuine human being, and in you know, in the sense of you know, because there's way too much going on in the world today. You know that that you know all this separation of things and like you know this group that group. Like why why like why why are we all divided? So much to the point where, like, there's genuine hatred. I'm going to build it like this. England. 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 They did us They did us bold. They did us wrong. Well, that usually happens. But, um, so we're going to kind of trail off that, and we're going to call it a, call it a night. But, um... You know, just if any, if I can leave you with anything, is just it's. If you're gonna be, if you have, if you're blessed with a lot, be a blessing to others, and that's not even a religious thing. That's just, that's just life in general, and the general consensus of being a human being is that if if you're able to help all people, help them out. But just, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Be, I just be I, kind. Be kind to your neighbors. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just, just like you know. If someone, even just the simplest thing, it doesn't take much. Five minutes of your time to help out somebody is not going to br- make or break your life. But, um, so we are going to get out of here. Actually, we're not going to get out of here. We're just going to get off the mics. But, um, but yeah, so we will, we'll see you guys next week, maybe the week after. I don't know. We'll see how things roll out because we're busy people. Yeah, so we have, we have lives. We do have lives, kind of. Yeah, somewhat. <laughs> Who have lice and fried rice? <laughs> but uh yeah so we'll leave it with that so i hope you guys have a great day or night wherever you're listening to this yeah, whatever is whatever your time is this is the off topics podcast peace and here grease <laughs>